Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Half-Backed Podcast, the Round 12 edition. I'm your host, Tim Williams. We're approaching the halfway point of the season, state of origin time. Very, very exciting. And I tell you what, there's a few excited blokes in the studio this week because... A good week for the halfback punters. I'll start with you, one of the sharpest minds in the NRL, former Canberra's halfback, Sammy Williams from Racing and Sports. Sam, how are you, mate? Yeah, going well. It's always nice to jump on here, and we've all had a win. There's uh, not too much cheek to be given this week. We've all had a bit of a fill-up, and uh, yeah, hopefully the punters did too. I'll tell you what, the punters can tell pretty quickly listening to this podcast if we've had a good week or a bad week, because the uh, the expressions change pretty quickly. And another fellow who's found a bit of touch is ex-TAB data analyst, head of analytics at KO Sports, Jimmy Hughes. Jimmy, how are you, mate? Yeah, it's definitely a lot more chirpy today, I can tell already. So uh, yeah, very happy with last week. I think it was six from eight of my legs, but I only got the lock though. Mate, so- we, we say we're chirpy. The the results were it was profits all around, so that's encouraging. You went six of eight. I think I had seven of my nine legs, but I was only the lock as well. And Sam was pretty similar with his. So we'll go through the recap of last week. Very good punting, only solid profits. And we're here at the end of the day for big profits, so we shouldn't get too too far ahead of ourselves. Sam, I'll start with you. You had your lock of the week, Greg Marju, anytime try scorer at a dollar seventy six. That was a tick. Your value and your Hail Mary, you missed. Your value, you had Turbo, Saab, Mully, Taylor, anytime try scores. No good there. But your Hail Mary, which we seen, thought was ridiculous at the time. Torhu Harris, Adam Fanul Blake, anytime try scores. That was at 41 to 1. Fanul Blake got over, I believe, it was in the first half. Torhu couldn't complete it for you. But, uh, mate, a profit for the week and not bad. Yeah, it was pretty good going. The, um, I did want to mention Dylan Walker. He's been outstanding for the New Zealand Warriors. Once again, there on the weekend, he, he just put big Adam Fanua Blake through the absolute biggest hole. But mm. he, he goes at speed. He plays short. He plays out the back. He's he's playing some really good football for that side at the moment. So, look, I think at the moment when he's on the field, there's a bit of value. As for Tohu Harris, I watched him quite closely in the last 60. He's got no interest in doing anything but the hard work. Um, <laughs> he doesn't exactly – yeah, he's sort of – I think his role's changed a little bit from what he probably had early on in his career at Melbourne. But, yeah, look, we had um, – you know, I, I had a few messages from people who jumped on Adam Fanua Blake. He was about $6.50, so still happy with that. Yeah, Torhu doing the hard work and then also an occasional late pass to put Adam Fanil Blake through for a try. So, I said, AFB's in a good position out there running off Torhu and Dylan Walker through the middle. Husey, your lock of the week. You had South giving away the 17.5 start against the Tigers, which they covered. 
Your value of the week, you had Penrith to cover the five and a half line, got that. Knight's win, got that. Parramatta with the four and a half start, just fell short there. And then your Hail Mary of the week, you had four anytime try scorers. Sione Katoa, Matt Fenai, Kyle Felt, and Tane Milne, three of four with Fenai not getting over. So just short on two of your plays there, you did get your lock though for the lock paid $1.99. So very tidy profit. Yeah, well, Felt and Milner both got doubles, so I was, I was pretty happy with the mm. least the analysis was good um, and, and worked well there. Uh, Souths, that was a, a an interesting game, obviously a slow slog, and they, they kind of got the, the 20 points at the back end there, two tries to, to cover my line nicely. I, I must say Latrell was just – he looked like he was in slow motion, maybe in like first gear or something during that game, but he was still like absolutely carving up. Mm. So, like – Geez, he's really gone to a level this year and uh, thank, thanking him for uh, getting me my my lock. Yeah, he did. My plays of the week, I had my lock of the week got home. Khan Pereira into Greg Marju. Anytime try scored in that same game at $3.20 got home. My value play of the week was the Cowboys to win over 41.5 points scored in that game. Kyle Felt and Murray Taolungi, anytime try scores at $6.00. All ticked off, except Tawalangi didn't get over and the Cowboys put on about 40 points on the Dragons. So uh, that was very disappointing, but it is what it is. And then Hail Mary as well. I had Caelan Ponga, Josh Curran, and Isaiah Tass anytime try scores at $42. Two out of three got home. Isaiah Tass couldn't get over against the Tigers. So a bit of a bugger there. Uh, But fellas, all in all, a very good week across the board with three profits. Guys, we're exclusively using better markets for our plays throughout the season. This week, the SC Playbook Multi is Nico Hines, 75-plus fantasy points into Ronaldo Molitalo and Sione Katoa tries against the Knights. That is paying $5.50, the only place, the only bookie where you'll get NRL fantasy markets available. To follow along with our plays, you can find the link to any of our weekly plays, SC Playbook Multis, in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or on the social media posts that we send out. By going through those channels, it'll let Better know that we sent you. So it'd be much appreciated if you are linking up with them. Guys, important to remember that you win some, but you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, boys, before we get into our plays of the week, I wanted to run past, uh, touch on a bit of origin. And in particular, the New South Wales spine, because it's highly debated at the moment. And the, the big conversation is around, do you get the inform reigning Dalian medal, player of the year, Nico Hines, into the spine? Or do you go with the tried and tested combinations of Jerome Luai at 5'8"? Sam, sensing my question for you, what's your, your spine for the Blues and your bench utility? Well, one thing about this whole setup is that defensively on the left, Jerome Luai and the Panthers have been fantastic. Now, Origin comes down to defending well, and every try that is conceded uh, in Origin is probably worth two in the NRL. So defensively, Luai's been really good on the left edge. Uh, Look, for me, I think that they'll go with Luai and Cleary. Um, I think that Cleary and Hines would be fantastic together. I'd love to see it. I think that Nico Hines, the way he chimes in, to the back line on both sides of the field. I think what he offers is an extra kicking game. Last last year's origin, you didn't see Luai kicking the footy much at all. And I really reckon that an extra kick, an extra boot might help that as well. In saying that, I think that I think that Hines will wear 14. I think Cook will start at nine and play big minutes. Hines covers a lot of the back line if anything goes wrong as well. So for me, 
I would personally go with Hines and, and I break up the, the combination of Penrith on the back that I just think that Hines can, can offer a few different things in terms of the way he goes to the line and creates. He's a bit different to some of the, the, the way that Luai plays, um, but I think they'll go with Cleary. If you do that, if you go with Cleary and Luai, I think Hines has to be on the bench and therefore Cook has to play 80. Yep. And then, in which case, you'd have Cameron Murray there, who obviously you want as a you know as a middle forward or a wide running forward. But he's the bloke that I would imagine would cover number nine for for Cookie if he needed a spell. And and I've got the same thoughts as you. I think you get to a point where you just go, how good a footballer does a bloke have to play before you get him into a side and unseat the the incumbent five eight there? Now I would have the same team as you, Sam, and I am also under the I believe that. I can feel he'll stick with Joe Mluai and go Nico at 14. If they did go with Nico at 5-8, I would have Matty Burton at 14. Who would your utility be if Nico did start? Yeah, I probably tend to agree. I probably tend to agree. I wouldn't mind having Burton there. Uh, once again, covers all the back line, however you want to manoeuvre it, if there is an injury in the back line. So that does cover cover a number of positions. I'd be, I'd be more than happy to have um, Matt Burton there. Uh, Jerome Luai, as I said, like he's... He's defending well and he's still playing some good footy. So he's going to be very, very stiff to miss out. Uh, they've won a couple of competitions with that with that halves combination. They're starting to find some form. But, yeah, look, I think Matt Burton could most certainly be that 14. I think these players, they're, defensively, they're all pretty handy defenders. So yeah. if they could just look, you're playing dummy half. If it's a quick play of the ball, run. If it's a slow play of the ball, pass and then defend well. You, you don't need to overcomplicate it. And I think natural footballers can handle nine as well as playing in the halves. Yeah, no knock on Jerome Luai, by the way. It's just, it has at what point do you get uh, old Nico Hines in there? Forgot to mention before we get into our plays, Sam, eight from eight on the tips last week, mate. Yeah, look, it's, <laughs> I didn't even know that, to be perfectly honest, <laughs> but I always love getting a rap. Uh, while we're on that, I'm actually getting a little bit filthy with you blokes. This is the halfback podcast. Now, when Tim went up to Magic Round, all I heard was, oh, Timmy's this, Timmy's that. Well, listen here, mate. This is the halfback podcast. And then last week, everyone's asking Husey about his lines and his models. <laughs> you two will be gone if you don't pull your heads in. <laughs> I'll start recruiting for new, two new blokes. <laughs> hey, well, I wasn't giving myself the wraps, mate. They were coming to me. So, uh, I mean, also, I got eight from eight last week as well. So, <laughs> uh, this will be the halfback podcast. Yeah, half-back. Uh, it's not the Hughes and Timmy show. Yeah, well, <laughs> Sam, mate, here's your opportunity to uh, to make amends and make it the make it the Sam Williams show. You're Brian <laughs> Bevan, lock of the week, 65% of our bet for the week. I don't recall either of you two playing half-back. Um, <laughs> all right. Reminder <laughs> for the under-sixes, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> under a hate, please. Um, where were we? The Be- Brian Bevan, lock of the week. I am going with the in-form and... I think he's playing outstanding football. Cameron Munster as anytime try score at $2.50. The try he scored last week at the back of a tight little block on the line and then just took the line on. I haven't seen many halves in the competition run that sort of line for a very long time. The only bloke I can compare it to is Tommy Turbo when he chimes in off the back of a quick play the ball and runs over middles. Now, the way Munster's playing, that sort of line, if you get it wrong or if the opposition read it, they honestly have your ribs for breakfast. Every single one of them, a big middle forward, if they read it, they just come and jam. Now, Munster, just he just peeled out the back of a tight little block and scores underneath the sticks. 
to me, that shows that you've got a halfback who's playing gutsy and doing everything he can to inspire his side. So I think the $2.50 for Cameron Munster, the big thing about him is he can score in so many different ways. He can beat a man, yeah. he can break a tackle, he can support, he can show and go. He's not a one-trick pony, and that's why I just reckon he offers so much value around the try-scoring market. Now, if that left side decides to have a bit of a field day, he'll support at some point. If the game's on the line, he'll put his hand up to run over a forward, middle forward if he needs to. Um, on the back of the fact that Craig Bellamy's just re-signed, we spoke about, uh, it was in the media during the week that uh, Munster went and approached Craig Bellamy to stay for another season. I, I just really think that Cameron Munster's up for a really big game and I think he's playing great football. Yep, ties in with the numbers as well. They make 46% of the tries being scored at Melbourne are down the left-hand edge, which is pretty substantial right there. Munster, what's he got? One, five, five tries this season in eight games. Get to match up against the Dolphins, who as resilient as they've been this year, are pretty leaky in defence at times. So rate that one. Good odds. Good odds. Uh, Husey, your lock of the week. Yeah, interestingly, I'm I'm into that game as well, and I'm I'm on the uh, Melbourne minus five and a half at a dollar seventy nine. Uh, yeah, I, I obviously like Melbourne, and throughout the the year, I have had a couple of bets on the Dolphins, so I'm you know quite impressed with the model punching out to back against the Dolphins this week. Um, yeah, Melbourne full strength again. Reiterating what Sam said. Belly ache, uh, you know, signing signing for another year, which is great for the team. And you've also, you know, they have a really good record at Suncorp as well. So um, I think, you know, Jesse Bromwich is back for the Dolphins, which might give them a bit, bit more toe. But, uh, yeah, I think Melbourne to cover that five and a half, um, get the, get the uh, try converted over, over the top of the Dolphins. Husey, in the short time that the Dolphins have been in the NRL, I've, I've learned a very hard and valuable lesson. It's that no matter how good a play looks is, you don't back against the Dolphins because they find a way to screw you over every time. But you're going for Melbourne. Dolphins fresh off the bye as well. Yeah, well, what is it? I think maybe only two teams have lost off the bye. Is that mm. correct? Yeah. So, it's pretty um, dominant, yeah. The, the yeah. bye teams are being very good. Yeah, so obviously that that's going to come into play. But... Yeah, Melbourne are a proper team. Uh, I think there's five real proper teams right now, um, and Melbourne are obviously one of them. So I think, you know, in the lead up to State of Origin as well, it's just when the, the cream rises to the top a little bit. Mm. I believe they love Suncorp as well, the Storm. Yeah. So uh, my lock of the week, <clears throat> I've gone with James Tedesco anytime try scorer at $2.40, and... It's unfortunate the, the way that it's come about, but I think Teddy, Teddy finally gets to become the main man for this Roosters team again, and he'll be the, the pretty much the sole, not the sole focus, but the real major focus of their attack. Now that Joey Manu has gone down with injury, Sammy Walker is not available to come back up. He's also injured. Uh, Sam, you get your little old mate, Drewy Hutchinson, coming in in the halves, who is a role player. He'll come in. I think he'll do a great job. He'll kick well, he'll get him around the park, he won't overplay his hand in attack, and he'll know his role in that side, and it'll be get to get good ball to Luke Keary, and even more importantly, James Tedesco, who, as much as I love Joey Mano as a footballer, he's not a 5'8", and he's really stunted the attack of, of that side, and James Tedesco in particular. I think, Sam, with Tedesco being the main man again, leading into origin with a few of these attacking weapons out, I think it's actually going to do wonders for the Roosters and James Tedesco. 
I agree. I really think that uh, Drew back in the halves is just going to offer a little bit more stability for a bloke who doesn't, he's not going to overcomplicate his role. He provides a good left boot. That's another thing for the mm. Chooks as well. Um, I think you'll see that Kiri can sort of shackles probably get released a little bit. It's very hard for a half. Okay, when you're in a position like Luke Kiri, if he gets tackled on the last last play, you've got Joey Manu, Tedesco, you know, these blokes, they're not natural kickers of the football. Now he can just run the ball. He can The shackles will be off. I think he plays his best footy when he's just playing eyes up. If he sees an opportunity on short side, off he goes. And Drew's just going to offer a little bit of stability. And they've played a lot of good football over the years with Drew, it's Drew uh, in the halves as well. So uh, I think he might be on the money. Mm, yeah, I'm really good. To, like he scored one try this season, which is mind-blowing for Teddy. I, I think that's about to change very quickly. So I like the 240 about that. Uh, Sam, your value play of the week, 25% of our bet. Yeah, look, I'm going to the Gold Coast and the Canterbury Bulldogs game. I think that Oluapu is going to be defending on the right. I think you're going to be seeing the big Dave Fafita, who's in form, trying to run over him all night. Now, I think Oluapu will throw his body in and get in front of him. But what it does do is create room on the outside of him. Uh, it's a really big day for the, um, the outside men for the Canterbury Bulldogs and their defensive reads. Uh, the hard part is if, if they go early, Fafita will skip to the outside and get a one-on-one with the young fella. So you can't exactly leave him stranded. It's a really big day for the check and release of the young half because it's all good and well saying that the, the outside men just jam outside and you worry about your lead runner. But Fafita just skips to the outside so well. And that's the hardest tackle in the game is Dave Fafita on the outside shoulder, one-on-one. So it's going to be a really, really big day for the uh, Canterbury side. Their inside pressure needs to give them a chance. And I think at the moment you're going to really see, um, you know, a really big uh, litmus test for Oluapu on the right. So I'm going with Gold Coast Titans to win. I think Brian Kelly can score a try. And I think that the left winger, Khan Pereira, looks like he's going to be out. I think, Tim, you know more about this than I do. But mm. Philip Sammy looks like he's maybe going to go to the left wing. Yeah, so I was teetering around this for my plays as well because we know that we've all gone so hard on Khan Pereira this season and he keeps scoring, so it's been very profitable for us. Uh, it looks as though Khan Pereira is being, I don't know if it's rested or dropped or what term they're using, but this week. Now, I initially suspected that Jojo Fafita would go to that left wing position, but it sounds like Phil Sammy's been training there. So Phil Sammy on the left wing, Jojo Fafita on the right wing. So I think you're going to go with Sammy, but obviously if that does happen with Jojo come game day, you'd, you'd slot him in. Yeah, that's correct. I think that whoever the left winger is there, um, look, let's go with Sammy. Uh, I just think that one of these things, and I keep referring back to it, is you've got to work out where they're going to throw the majority of the tack. Now, the Gold Coast side, they're a pretty easy one to be able to work out where they're going. But when you've got a young half there, you've got Matt Burton on the other side, who's a big defensive half, you, you know that they're going to go there. So, uh, and once again, look, you could come up with, with 15 really good um, defensive reads throughout the game. But if they get it wrong two or three times, well, these blokes are going to score tries. So, look, you can get about 5 to $6 about this. And, uh, yeah, that's where I think that the um, value is this week. 59% of the Titans' tries down that left edge, comfortably the most dominant edge in the NRL in terms of the, the individual team. Only 17% of the Titans' tries come down their right edge. And I'm willing to bet, off the top of my head, a lot of those tries have been off crossfield kicks. So that's huge that. Sam, all preseason and, you know, for a couple of years now, we've been saying the Titans don't know how to use David Fafita. 
and we thought that with Kieran Foran coming in, he could get the best out of him. They scored a try last week where he went across field, turned for feeder underneath him at full with a full head of steam, got him one-on-one with Lockie Miller, and it was just a sigh of relief going, that is how you use Dave for feeder. Well, that's right. And we spoke about at the start of the season, Kieran Foran has been so good for so long for Manly on that left edge. I still, I still, and I think only now we're starting to see how much he brings to a mm. team. Uh, there was a lot of disgruntled Parramatta fans when he was there. Yeah, look, he was battling some injuries, but you know, I just think that he's been so good for them. Uh, he's getting, as you said, he's getting the best out of Fafita when he just pinned the ears back. Ran straight oh, over him. Good luck. And he yeah. just does it so arrogantly. Like, he just goes there and he goes, not a chance in the world you're going to stop <laughs> me here. Like, you may as well just get out of the road. Let me score it. We're all, we all go home happy. Yeah. The punters go home happy. The fans get a show. And Lockie Miller doesn't have to get a bruised sternum trying to stop him. Yeah. For no, for, for no avail. Yeah. And then he sh- took that intercept or whatever it was and ran the field late in the game. As a Blues fan, you're just going, oh, dear Lord. This is a bloke who couldn't make their team last year. Uh, Hughesy, your value player of the week, mate. Boys, I'm going to go for three minuses uh, in the market. So I've got the Penrith minus eight and a half. Obviously, uh, Reynolds is out for Brisbane. Um, so I think Penrith are starting to, one, Penrith are starting to get a bit of a roll on and Brisbane without their their main man, I think are potentially going to struggle there. So that eight and a half there. So and then into Cronulla minus seven and a half versus the Knights. Um, you know we talked about the state of origin situation. So I'm I'm thinking Hines he's going to have a, a, a quite a solid game up against Newcastle. I think you know again I mentioned you know the top five teams right now and Cronulla are definitely in and amongst it. Knights are obviously playing good footy, but they they're you know I, I would say they're they're not. Within seven and a half on on a good on a good day for Cronulla, so taking that one, and then finally I'm going to throw the Raiders minus four and a half against Manly. Uh, yeah, Raiders five on the trot, looking really good. Uh, Manly obviously do have a couple of guys back. They got Jake back, uh, Schuster back, um, so it'll be interesting to see how they perform. But I think with the four and a half, so a try, a try in it at least, I'm, I'm going to take the Raiders there, and that all rolls out at seven dollars for me. Hughesy, what is your modelling? What line is your model giving for these games compared to the actual line? So for the Penrith one, I've got twelve and a half, and the market was eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cronulla game, I've got them eleven point favourites when I'm taking the seven and a half. And the Raiders, I've got them seven-point favourites at home uh, with the four-and-a-half is what the market's giving us. So, yeah. Lovely, mate. My value play of the week. I have also gone to the Cronulla Sharks and Newcastle Knights game. I love throwing my plays around any Knights and any Titans games at the moment because so, so many points in them. So I've gone the Sharks to win this one. Over 46.5 total points. Jesse Ramian. And of course, the old the old faithful Greg Marju, anytime try scorer at eight dollars. That is, we went in the overs in one of the plays last week. It was the Knights and Titans game. Line was about forty six or forty four or something. It was seventy two points scored in that one. So love the the over total points in that. Two very slick attacking sides, both with questionable defence at the best of times. KP's back to form. We saw him last weekend, so means great things for Marju. But at the same time, that KP-Marju edge defensively 
very questionable. So eight bucks about that one. Samuel, Steve Jackson, Hail Mary of the Week, 10%. Yeah, well, I'm not going to bore our, bore our listeners to tears. I've gone to the same go- game. And put it bluntly, I've got both wingers on both sides to score. I've got Kennedy to score and the Sharks to win. 21 bucks. <laughs> I just think that there's going to be points again. I don't reckon the Sharks have been at their best attacking lately. Uh, and I reckon that they still... Uh, I think they've got a couple more gears to go to at the moment, but I just think that there's going to be points. I think that both sides can attack. Um, there's not much more to it. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I, I like when you validate my calls. And I was actually <laughs> going to go down the wingers route as well, but they were a bit short. So I'm like, screw it. We'll go uh, Jesse Ramian. They won't need to get to the wing there. Ramian will go straight through KP. Well, the other thing I will say is the left edge, if um, – you know, left edge of Cronulla hasn't been great throughout the year. I think that there's a little bit of value around someone like Tyson Frizzell scoring mm. as well. Um, but I didn't need to throw this multi out to $100, so I've just left it with what it is. What are you both paying, sorry? I don't know, probably 150 bucks or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hughesy, what's your Hail Mary of the week? My Hail Mary, guys, I'm going to go to the Raiders game. Already obviously took the minus four and a half in my vow, so I'm just going to put that in just to uh, – Juice up my um, my same game multi, so throw in that line at four and a half. But then I'm going to take two guys attacking on the right side for the Raiders. Uh, Manly are conceding fifty five percent of tries on their left edge, which is I, I think the worst in the comp. So I'm going to go for Tomoku and Rapana to score anytime uh, down that right side of the field, and then. I'm going to throw in Schuster on the other side to juice up the multi a bit as well. Him to score at any point in the game. The Raiders are conceding on that right edge 47% of the time, and that's where he'll be coming in at. So I'm going to roll that out at $34. I know it's a Hail Mary, Husey, but you know Josh Schuster, generally speaking, has to have a run to score a try. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he, he his first game back at the start of the year, he... Uh, he got over, so maybe maybe he's, he, that's what he's going to play out, and I'll, I'll take that one again. You might even dive on a loose ball or something. That's for exactly him, right. So. If someone drops in a grabber and there, he pops yeah. in. And he that, sound, that sounds like a very disgruntled super coach player right there. I may <laughs> I, I may have held Josh Schuster for a while now. As long as he plays next week, round thirteen, I don't care what he does. But yeah, there was a bit of an underlying super coach tone to that one, so he could pick up. Uh, guys, over the next 12 months, an estimated 60% of all fixed-rate mortgages are going to expire. Absolute madness. I have spoke with Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW about this in detail. They've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a 1 or a 2 in front of it. The average rate is now around 5%. What does this mean? Basically, that for a lot of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase, on average, by an extra $737 a month. It's a lot of extra money to have to find in your budget. If you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts Pat and George a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your pockets to put less stress on your finances. You'll save $129 on a free consult because you are an SC Playbook listener. So make sure you mention SC Playbook when you do get in contact with them. To do so, flick them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice, all one word, or call them on 029521-1611. All that, plus their emails and all the other information in the articles on the SC Playbook website if you didn't pick that one up. 
Sam, let's get stuck into your tips for NRL Round 12. And we'll start tonight with the Broncos and the Panthers. You come in in red-hot form. Uh, and the Broncos, $2.98 outsiders. Panthers, $1.40 up there. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Panthers are looking unbelievable at the moment. They're doing so much right. Their back rows are firing. Scotty Sorensen's firing. Um, they're very, very hard to beat. I still think, and I've maintained the whole time, without sounding like a genius, that they still are the team to beat in this competition. I think they've got so many good areas to their game. Most sides have a bit of a chink. I don't think they have many chinks in the armour at the moment. What I will say is just under three bucks for this Broncos side at home. They've had a couple of decent performances. I actually don't mind the line eight and a half Mm. for the Broncos in this one. Um, I wouldn't tip them to win. But I actually think that the eight and a half isn't a bad line. Being back at home, a uh, bit of a point to prove. They'll be up for this game. There's no doubt about it. Um, so I actually think that the Broncos with the eight and a half start. Okay. Uh, interested to get your thoughts on this one. Dragons and Roosters. It all signs point to a Roosters win. I shouldn't say that. They were belted last week and the week before. So that was probably a silly thing to say. I just see it as the Roosters, like backs against the wall, three on the trot. Surely not. I think they bounce back. However... Obviously, Hook got hooked uh, yesterday, the day before, sacked from the Dragons. I could be wrong here, but I feel like sides, the week after their coach gets sacked, they seem to get up for games. So, Dragons at 270, Roosters at $1.46. Who do you like here? Yeah, interesting one. I um, I actually played a bit of footy in the earlier years with Ryan Carr, the new Dragons interim mm. coach. I uh, played with him both at, at the Mounties a couple of times. And then 2014, I played a couple of games um, at St. George uh, with him in the reserve grade. We were playing under the Illawarra Cutters at the time. Um, Curry, very uh, ambitious young coach. He's spent a lot of time traveling around the world. He went to Featherston Rovers. He's been to some clubs in the NRL and spent some time under some really good coaches as well. So um, good luck to Kari. I think he's um, you know, he's most certainly earned the, the chance to be there. Um, the big one is for me, I just think that the Roosters, the, the backs to the wall, I just really think that they've got so much to prove. I think Teddy's got things to prove. I think that the Roosters win this game. Um, it's a tough one because whoever whoever loses this game, it won't be the winner on the back page of the telly come Saturday morning. The <laughs> loser will be on the back page. There'll be a head down. There'll be turmoil all over the spot. So don't worry about looking in there to see who played well. It'll be who played poorly. Uh, I just reckon that the Roosters have got too many gears to, to be going how poorly they are at the moment. Mm. Kenty probably won't have written the column either this week. Big South chance. Sydney Rabbitohs versus Parramatta Eels. Bunnies, $1.38. Pretty hot favourite against Para, who bunnies feel they've got a really good record against Parra in recent years. They put some real score lines on them, and the line there is nine and a half. Who do you have? Well, I've been on this Parramatta side thinking that they can do something this year through the whole first 10, 11 rounds, whatever we're up to, and they've let me down a fair bit. So I don't know if I can give them any more chances. What I will say is I still think Mitchell Moses is a very good footballer and brings us so much to this side. Three bucks about them. I couldn't tip them to win. I was down there commentating on the sideline last week uh, for ABC and they're just lackluster. I don't know where their points were going to come from. They scored a couple of tries off kicks but you know, and a line break that led to a try. Uh, I just don't know where the Eels are at at the moment. The Rabbitohs, on the other hand, are absolutely firing. So, look, I think that the Rabbitohs win the game. Uh, I'll go with the Rabbitohs. I won't be taking any lines. I'll just take them outright. Sharkies v Knights up in Coffs Harbour. It sounds as though you're you're pretty keen on the Sharks in this one. Points and Sharks. 
Points and Sharks. Tigers versus Cowboys. Tough game to tip here. Leichhardt Oval. Saturday afternoon, I'll be at this game. Tigers $2.22. Cowboys at $1.65. Who do you like here? Well, is it that hard to tip? That's the Tigers. They're playing at Leichhardt. They don't win at Leichhardt anyway. So does it really matter that much? I think that the Cowboys win. Um, the mm. Tigers, yeah, look, we can say that they hung in last week and there wasn't much in it. They lost by 20 points. What sort of side? If it was the Cowboys who lost by 20 points and didn't score a try last week, would we be saying it was a gutsy effort? I'm not so sure. So I just think that the Cowboys, they've got more to play for. The Tigers, they're not going to play semi-final football. I know that they're not going to go in there with that mindset, but the Cowboys have got everything to play for. Um, the Tigers haven't been exactly brilliant at Leichhardt Oval, although it is the greatest place to watch rugby league in the whole entire world. Um, I think that the Cowboys win the game. Yeah, well, I mean, becoming very fast, becoming, if it wasn't a long time ago, a myth about the Tigers loving to play at Leichhardt. They might enjoy, as you said, Sam, the, the atmosphere of playing there in the big crowd, but they don't tend to get up for games at Leichhardt. Dolphins and Storm Saturday night. Dolphins $2.66 in this one. Storm $1.47. The line is five and a half. Who do you like? Yeah, you mentioned it earlier. You're a very brave man tipping against the Dolphins. They prove so many people wrong. You'd love to have been a Dolphins fan from day one and, and backed them throughout mm. the season. You'd be absolutely <laughs> flying. Um, but I'm going to go against them. I think Melbourne Storm, $1.47. Uh, on the back of Craig Bellamy's re-signing, I think that the players are going to go out there and put an absolute show on. So I'm going with Melbourne and um, they can give away the start. Doggies and Titans, tight one here. Doggies $1.99, Titans $1.79. Yeah, I'm going with the Titans. Uh, the dogs haven't shown enough to me to to be able to have some faith in tipping them, whereas the Titans, once again, they've got gears to go through and, and they're playing some – they're moving the ball well. Uh, defensively, they've got to be a lot better, but I don't think that the Bulldogs' attack is a massive concern for them. And wrapping up with your Canberra Raiders against the Manly Seagulls, the Raiders on fire. Raiders at dollar fifty-seven down in Canberra, or is this one out country? No, we're at we're at uh, GIO Stadium. Yeah, dollar fifty-seven. Manly two dollars thirty-six. Yeah, look, the Raiders. I think that they're playing brilliant football. They're playing gutsy footy. I think that they win at home. Uh, once again, last week there was just under eighteen thousand out there on a Sunday night. It was very cold. They've got a very loyal sort supporter base, this Canberra Raiders side, and they love um, what Ricky Stewart and the side's done over the last 10 years. I think they've really bought into the Canberra Raiders and the whole city's behind them. Um, they're not going to get a new stadium. Andrew Barr won't be flinching on that, but they still show up. They still do everything that they can uh, to support this side. So uh, a, Saturday, a Sunday afternoon out at GIO, I think that the Raiders win. Beautiful. I will say that, and I'm with you, I'm on the raids, but everyone's about, you know, Manly without Tom Trebojevic, Manly without Jake Trebojevic. The last six games, they've lost all six of them across the last two seasons, uh, and most of them were by pretty comprehensive margins. So Jake Trebojevic, so important to that team. So good to see him come back in this week. Guys, the punters head-to-head -head battle this week. Christian Norden Skipness, the man can punt just quietly, playing for a jersey of his choice because he's won two on the trot. This week, the contest, so last week he got Sharks to win, giving away the three-and-a-half start, under 33.5 points scored, and Manly to score over nine-and-a-half points at $3.40. Nailed that. The max bet is $4 for these blokes. This week, the contest is the Dolphins and the Storm. He's gone with under 54.5 total points. Dolphins with a 12-and-a-half start, 
Dolphins to score over 12.5 points and Storm to score over 17.5 points at $3.30. He takes on Mark Nichols, who's gone with Will Warbrick, anytime try scorer, into under 47.5 total match points at $3.60. Boys, who do you like in this one? Oh, jeez. Who's this Mark Nichols character? He sounds like some bald-headed goat from up at Dolphins. <laughs> Number 18 this week, and he's so he's not playing, he's having a punt. Yeah, to, to avoid getting the goat in trouble, it is not uh, the Mark Nichols dolphin goat status. So it is another Mark Nichols. So good luck to those boys. I will send out a post at lunchtime on Friday for entries into this competition to put your play in those plays. Please, to God, make sure you remember to put the odds because I will not be chasing them up for you. Guys, let's wrap that up for NRL Round 12. Husey, mate, thank you very much and I uh, hope you continue that hot form. Thanks, boys. Good luck on likewise, the weekend. Likewise, Sam. Yes, no, it's been another pleasure, boys. Just remember, it's the Half Back Podcast. If you start getting too much attention, I'll get this Mark Nichols character on and he can run the show. It's about to be <laughs> me, Husey, and Mark Nichols if you uh, don't start to put a few on what the do, board, mate. What do you call it, Lanky 5'8"? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and the bench warmers podcast. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in and good luck on your punts in round 12. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic, ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget. Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.